Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Hope for Today. Your co-hosts, Naja E. Brown and Zenobia Bailey, are back with you today. We're going to talk about the number one enemy of the Christian family. Zenobia, did you want to say anything? I, just greetings, everyone, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. So for the past few months, we've been talking about the unique role uh, of the Christian family by God's design. And we covered all of the family members' roles. And today is sort of a special topic in that it's going to wrap up our Family Matters series. But this topic, this topic of humanism, is uh, it's very, very important that we are able to share with our listeners today the danger of embracing this philosophy and this, this way of life. So I'd like to present what the basic philosophy of humanism is, and it it comes in many forms. It's the amoral, atheistic philosophy that really pervades our entire culture. And so the question that we hope that we are able to answer today, at least provide you with some information for consideration in prayer, and that is how shall we go about protecting our family and our homes, and what, was, what must we do sooner than later? So the philosophy of humanism is, uh, it emphasizes reason, scientific inquiry, and human fulfillment in the natural world. And it often rejects the importance of belief in God. So if I were to kind of rephrase that, basically it's anything that opposes God, opposes God's word, anything that's going to teach you to do just the opposite of what God would have you to do. So in our previous podcasts, we talked about how the family has been under attack. So the battle for the family is evident, and we'd like to talk today a little bit more about humanism and what we must do to protect our homes and our families, and that needs whatever it is that needs to be done, it is sooner than later. Zenobia, did you have any comments you'd like to make? Oh, that just sounded so perfect. Um, I know that I, I guess everybody to some degree battles humanism initially, you know, depending on where you are, whether or not you have made a decision to have a relationship with Christ. And I think about my own life. I would like to share a little bit about that. And the fact that I didn't even share this with you because it didn't even come to my um, recollection, but the uh-huh. fact that as my parents uh, kind of grew us up in the church, but it was their faith and, and not and not ours. And, and initially in my young years, I just sat and I thirsted for what the pastor or anyone in the leadership role in the church had to say and and where they would direct us in the Bible. And then as I got older and saw many dichotomies and hypocritical actions, I started to move away. I didn't realize it until I got to college, how far away I had moved. And then college, I I mean, they actually tried to teach you. I didn't 
uh, receive it fully at first, but they were even teaching courses wherein they were tearing the Bible apart. Um, uh-huh. And then from that, uh, and I think that that's the, that's one of the huge things that Christian parents need to be aware of when you when you've done your best to um, sow into the lives of our, our children and then send them off to some of these secular schools and even the Christian schools. There have been Christian professors, uh, at least they work there, I don't know, who have torn the Bible apart. So then, you know, you see more hypocrisy, and my foundation began to shake, and I really didn't know it, but I did not have a personal relationship with Christ. And so then I go on to grad school, and I'm, I'm, I'm going after Carl Rogers, one of the most humanistic people um, in our in our history, and I'm going after him hard, trying to with you know, with all this self actualization and whatnot. And you say, Naja, you mentioned to our, our our listeners that anything that opposes God and His instruction is humanism. And I had no clue that I was getting further and further and further from God. And then one day, by um, years of uh, circumstances, God's just stood right in front of me, and I had the opportunity to say yes or no to having a relationship with him. And when I did that, I did it very gingerly, very suspiciously, without trust, thinking this is just this is just a bunch of baloney, but I've tried everything else. I might as well try this. And I uh-huh. tell you this, and I tell you, Naja, as I took a step, God was there. I took another step of faith. He was there. And I think that's what he does to with all of us. He knows who we are because he created us. And so we step, and he's there. And he, each step I took, a baby, little baby step, he was reinforcing my, my faith and trust in him. Uh-huh. And I'll leave uh-huh. it there for now. Okay. Well, that's good. You know, when you mention uh, going to school, it brings to mind the the movie, uh God's Not Dead, so many of us Ah. probably saw that several years ago, and now there's the God's Not Dead number two that's out. But it's all about a student taking a stand for what he knew was right, what he believed, probably what he had been taught by his parents and uh, other uh, clergy members, and uh, he he took a stand. So it, it is very important. And then also in our public school systems, a lot of times parents just turn their children over to the school system, and we all know what's going on in the school system today. They have uh, intentionally just tried to remove God out of it completely, yes. out of the picture. Absolutely. But humanism is not a new dogma, so it's it's you know it's ever growing. It's been around for a while, and uh, it just it's just dangerous. It, it's subtle, but it's also blatant. And it tears away and tears apart uh, the, it tries to erode the very foundation that we believers have because we get all mixed up and all confused. But we've got to stand firm on what we know is right and and what God's Word says and to follow His instruction. You know, it's definitely not new, Naja, but I think what happens is that it catches us unaware you know, yes, we does. are a nation and a people of, of of education and instruction. And, you know, we're after the degrees and we're after the, the certificates and knowledge is power, so they say. And um, 
and uh, but it depends on what kind of knowledge. Certainly, a biblical knowledge is definitely powerful and power. And some uh, secular, obviously, knowledge is too. But again, if it arose, using your word, if it arose, if it arose, what God has established, it is not power, and it will take you to destruction. That's right. That's right, and 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 then the subtlety I think is is uh, what's so dangerous. There's some things that are yes. very very blatant, but the subtleties. Yes. And we talked about how uh, culture and uh, economics and the political system has eroded what God intended for the family. You know, by um, encouraging women to work outside of their homes so they have a split commitment to family and and their place of employment and uh, parents deciding how many children they want uh, or going to have when God said be fruitful and multiply the the earth you know so we 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 talked a lot about what God's instruction is children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right and then parents kind of make excuses for really creating boundaries for their children and and reining them in when they're out of control. I mean, we talked a lot about just the opposite, what's happening today, what has caused the family to be in jeopardy as God intended uh, because of humanism. So when we say that this is the number one enemy, that's exactly from where it has come. It has come from the enemy. And uh, the the battle is evident. I said this earlier today. The battle for the family is evident, but we have to go back to the basics. So Zenobia, what must we do? What what comes to mind when I say what what should we do to protect our homes and our families? I have a few things that I'd like to mention, but what comes to your mind? We we've touched on it a little bit, but what would you like to add? I think the main thing, and that. Um, now, as a mother of adult children, I can look back and say, I did not pray enough. Oh. Uh, I don't think we can ever pray enough. And so I would say, without even, you know, we definitely have to use actions and create boundaries and all of that for them and even ourselves but we must cover ourselves and our homes in prayer and um, depend on God totally to do what he says. Uh, we can keep, we can say the word that he gives to us back to him and say, God, you said, uh-huh. and share that back with him. And if we are doing what we need to do on our knees, battling for our families on our knees. It, I'm not saying everything's going to be hunky-dory. Please don't anyone think that that's what I'm suggesting at all. I am not. But you can walk in the confidence that you did all you knew to do and could do uh, by giving your heart, your family, your home to the Lord. Amen. So I'd say prayer. I would say prayer. And also trying to show by modeling to the children um, what good behavior and habits are. You know, the eye gate, the heart gate, those little songs that we sing when they're little. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see, et cetera, et cetera. That can carry forward as as they grow older, not the same little jingle, but it's the same practice, and you can even, you know, go to the Word and find comparable teaching there. For instance, even in Psalm 32, it talks about 
I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. And we can unfold that to our children and to our own selves. Mm -hmm. I just love it. We're always on one accord. So I had pray without ceasing, and you just gave an excellent Excellent explanation of what that means uh, in layman's terms. And then uh, relying on the Holy Spirit, and you you touched on that. And I'm going to go back to the very, 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 very basic, and that is to denounce humanism. So you have to be able to determine what humanism is. You have to be able to recognize what it is and call it for what it is. And that will come from the reliance on the Holy Spirit. And then I would say, that the, as, as a uh, a parent, a single mom of adult children, not to, uh, a way that we can protect our family and our homes is to not compromise the Word of God. Uh, You know, as difficult as it is, and and when we fall short, you know, ask one another for forgiveness, confess our sins, and uh, always use uh, the trials and tribulations, the hardships, the the, uh, victories as teaching moments um, for uh, family learning, and but denouncing humanism, I would say, is is um, one that comes to mind for me. And then yes. I know from my experience when I was rearing my boys, I would say just being that example and reading and believing and applying the Word of God, mm-hmm. but it has to be peppered with grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. And I think I was probably yeah. overzealous. And I yeah. often refer to myself as a Bible thumper, and I was very, very, very hardcore uh, with with what I presented as the final authority. And uh, so I would say, um, not compromising the Word of God, but also sharing the Word of God and be, having it peppered with uh, grace and mercy. I agree. I agree. You know, sometimes it takes us getting. Um, outside of that, those roles as parents of younger children, and um, and then seeing, looking back and seeing, yeah, you could have been been a lot more gentler here and there. And there are other times where I would say that I needed to be as stern as I was, but a lot more grace could have been there. Yes. So we are almost out of time, and I'm going to just say thank you to our audience, and uh, hopefully our podcasts have been um, enlightening and you've enjoyed uh, listening to them. And uh, just all of the families out there, we would just pray that you would be aware and discern the influences that saturate our daily lives. And then all those things that are contrary to the Word of God, just denounce those things. And uh, believe what he says, accept what he says, and do what he asks us to do, and make a deliberate decision to live by God's standards. So with that, I'm going to say thank you, and have a wonderful, blessed day. Zenobia, what would you like to say? just want to encourage everybody to keep their heads high, walk tall, and know that you have hope for today through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.